Hello, and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, Whoa, you never watched Marriage Story? Or, You still haven't seen Titan? Or, How have you not seen Raw? Hello again, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode. I'm producer slash this week's co-host, Corey Reagan. I'm I'm a puppet being pulled by Corey's strings, Carson Pitts. (laughs) And I am the other co-host slash puppet, (laughs) Caroline Thompson. And this is How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where each week we pick one of our favorite movies that the other hasn't seen. Uh, We talk about it. Then we go and watch a movie. Yeah, we talk and then we about talk it. about it some yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's going to be a real fucked up time. Oh, okay. my God. Corey, I just have to say, so much like last season when we gave you an episode, you sent us a list of a bunch of maybes mm-hmm. um, just to gauge which ones we have not seen. And we did not know which film we were doing until you said it like live in the intro and i just Corey, i have to commend you so hard for having the one-two punch of we're the millers and, and julia ducornell's raw as i said via our text conversation i contain multitudes <laughs> yes <laughs> there should have been more cannibalism in we're the millers i think <laughs> absolutely yeah and I full full disclosure, I decided this like an hour ago. I was Fantastic. going back and forth between my last two picks hard. Um, so last little plug for the movie I didn't pick. You guys should go watch X because it's very, very good. Yes. Yes. OK, so let's dive in. How have you not seen Raw? Uh, Carson, do you want to go first? Or wait, yeah. We, is this is this what we do for? Do we do? How yeah. have you not seen it? Yeah. What do you yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You do. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how I've not seen Raw is that I definitely heard because Titan was a little bit bigger than this movie, like after, cause you know, this is I'm jumping in a little bit, but like Julie Dickernow's freshman feature. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely heard that this movie was out there. Um, I don't think it was playing at any theater near me when it did. I did not seek it out. Uh, the, the idea of it. And from what I've heard, it was just like very freaky and very scary. And uh, that's not necessarily my vibe. So I, I did not specifically seek it out. And uh, how I have not seen it since what we talked about last week is that uh, we're recording this episode now. So I have not, you know, I was <laughs> thinking like, oh, I'll watch Raw before I watch Titan. And then, uh, no, now we're doing it now. So now cool. we're doing it now. Now we're uh, doing it now. Yep. Well, and this is officially the first week of spooky season. Caroline mm, has been yes. nice enough to gift me the first week of her series. Uh, yes, yes. Which really, I, I would say that it's like, it's less my series and more of Carson's series because it's forcing Carson to watch it's, a bunch of It's less Touché. about Caroline Touché. making them and more about subjecting me to, yes, to terror. To just, exactly. I, well, I was going to say subjecting me to terror. Aw, um, That's so sweet. No, I mean, I haven't seen this movie because, like, quite honestly, I didn't really know it was a thing until um, Titan came out. Like, it was mm. one of those things where it was like, I was seeing, like, 
this weird French like body horror film out of Cannes, like won the Palme d'Or. It's like a like a woman director, like it's only her second film. And then everybody like kind of, and then on the, on the, the peripheries of that conversation, everyone's like, you should go watch her first film. It's really fucking good. And it's one that I've been meaning to watch. And I think, I think I actually mentioned this on this podcast a while ago. I don't remember what the episode was, but last Halloween, we, uh, my partner and I made a list of 31 horror movies to watch during the month. Um, which was very optimistic of her mm. because uh, it was her idea and I thought it was a great idea, but I was doing my first show since COVID hit mm-hmm. that opened sure. the third week of October, which meant that like the middle two weeks of October or the first two weeks of October were extremely busy for me as was the third week. So I was just like, I was like, this is a dope idea. I don't know when we're going to watch any of these movies, but like, yeah. this is a sick idea. And this movie was on the list. And we, I think we watched like six of the 31 because I was just Love not it. at our house for the first three and a half weeks of October. So it's been on my list. I never watched it. And uh, that's, that we find ourselves here today almost a year. I love that yeah ever um later after I saw Titan there was someone that I work with that was like you got to watch Raw Raw's better Raw's better so I'm very excited to uh compare the two in not even in a quantitative way because I think they're pretty different uh in some fascinating ways but um what do you know about this what do you know about Raw well Carson kind yeah. of stole a little bit of my thunder right off the bat I know it's at least vaguely about cannibalism. It, it's like a French. It, I, I feel like she's a um, what do you call it? Not like a farming student, but like she's a student studying like animal husbandry, and she's a vegan. Husbandry. And yeah, yeah, like like animal. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call it animals forced animal stock. fucking, but like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, and. It's like Which is very different from animal cuckoldry. We need my stag. <laughs> animal cuckoldry is when I take my cat and I look at my roommate's cat and Carson, I give stop, my cat stop, all stop, the stop, pets. Stop, stop, stop. No, I was saying I give him all the pets and cuddles. Okay, okay. All righty then. I was oh. doing a nice version of it. Come on. What do you think? Wow. What do you think I am? Um, fucking, uh, yeah. So, but she, this student, she is forced to consume raw meat and then it, it turns it goes uh, a little wacky a little a little wild after that right things escalate okay uh, i mean caroline do you have anything you want to add that was pretty no i mean that's like i i knew even less than that i didn't realize she was like an agricultural student i didn't realize sure. it was uh, she was a vegan who ate raw meat and then turned to human but like i mean hey sounds legit yeah i uh I'll be interested. I knew nothing going in. So uh, that I, I'll be interested to see, Carson, how that colors your commentary. I know the um, I know the poster is she's got her fingers up and then a little bit of blood. She's kind of looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Poster. I, uh, I told uh, my wife this this morning. I was like, honestly, I want to do raw just because I can't. I don't think I'll ever be able to convince someone else to watch this movie and talk about it with me. Hell yeah. No, <laughs> so I, yeah. I need to force these two to. Yeah. Um, no, most surprising great, fact yeah. about this movie is it was on Carson's uh, Carson has it marked as want to watch on Letterboxd. Look at me. Oh, amazing. Wow. Good job, me. A feature I use for approximately three days. I feel like I feel like if you check out mine yeah. on Letterboxd, it's like 
three films that came out in like October of 2017 that were just like in the theater at the time. And, I think yeah. there's shit on there that I've seen and I just haven't logged probably like, <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Well, I this we can use that point. Do either of you have anything else you want to say? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I think no. that's we can pretty much all I know. Pivot to our game for the week. Fantastic. Uh, I saw this because I saw that Carson had it logged because we are going to play Untitled Letterboxd game. This fantastic, week. fantastic. Um, and I was like, why is, why is that weird David Lynch picture that I recognize on on Raw? And then I was like, oh, it's Carson. For those who don't know, one, go follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, two, my profile picture is a photo of David Lynch with a pair of panties in his mouth. Yes, it is. It sure really is. Good. Carson, I have to tell you, because we send each other so much letterbox stuff, there are yeah. some people on Twitter who have that same picture. And every time I see a tweet with that picture, I think it's you. And I get excited Fantastic. that you're back on Twitter. But it's <laughs> Love that. You. Love that. But it never is. Um, I never right. want to drag someone down to my level. I know. I be on yeah, I, I know. I uh, don't. <laughs> this is, you know, in uh, the fucking musical Rent, fucking uh, uh uh what's that what's the song not light my candle but the one they do after that where the entire thing's just uh uh fucking mimi just being like come on do heroin with me that is every conversation i have with caroline about twitter <laughs> it's true it's yeah true. oh i cannot wait to make that meme um all right <laughs> so um for those of you who don't know, Untitled Letterboxd game, I have collected uh, three, one, uh, these are actually three half-star reviews for different movies from the uh, app Letterboxd, and I'm going to read these for uh, Caroline and Carson, and they're going to try to guess which one is raw. So, uh, first movie, watched January 24th, 2022. This movie was so bad dot 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 like idky because i think the plot is okay but i hated watching this movie period that's uh every that's like you're talking about a movie with your cousin trevor and you're just <laughs> it's like i can't talk to you man i don't know you have i can't do this yeah i, I love the idea of somebody thinking the plot of this film is okay <laughs> but the execution is somehow what's uh yeah. throwing them about it on paper it makes i mean it it's good it's I just guess. straight up joseph campbell on paper yeah you know <laughs> the three-act structure is there it's just <laughs> the visual um, storytelling is bad i don't know go on all right film number two first watch july 31st 2022 this film was meant to cause huge discomfort and was way too dark for anybody who possesses empathy to watch. Only a sociopath could stomach this film. Blank is a disturbingly dark film where it feels like it brings out elements of one's nightmares and vividly conveys it into a motion picture of gruesome cannibalism. I only watched maybe 38 minutes into it and had to stop watching. If you suffer from anxiety slash panic attacks, this film is definitely not for you. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Just because it blatantly says cannibalism, I'm like, ooh, is that yeah. it? Or did Corey, or is this, or is this a, a huge uh, red herring? Ooh. Is this a purposeful red herring? Okay. Give me number three. Give me number, number three. three. Also watched uh, July 31st, 2022. This movie is like if Little Miss Sunshine took a wildly different direction and was incredibly boring. <laughs> okay all right what the fuck if little miss sunshine, sunshine took a wildly different direction 
which part of Little Miss Sunshine? Okay. All right. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to put my chips down. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to say that the first review is raw. The second film is, uh, I'm going to say the second film is, I'm going to say the second film is Cannibal Holocaust. And then I'm going to say that the third film is uh, We Are the Millers. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good guess. Because um, objectively, Little Miss Sunshine and We Are the Millers have very that, similar plots. Yeah, yeah. families on road trips. Uh, that's a really good guess, Caroline. Um, here's the thing. There's not that many movies about cannibalism. Right. It, I was really thinking uh, that or um, what's the fucking Eli Roth film? The the Green uh, Inferno. Uh, Green Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the second one's like too obvious. I kind of agree that. Hmm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say the first one I think is raw. I think the third one being where the Millers makes so much sense, but like, I don't want to steal the answer. So I'm going to say it's, um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's the vacation remake, which was also a guess of yours when we played this that's game for. That's true. Yeah. It's a movie that doesn't exist that I like to pull out of my ass. And then the, uh, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to say the second one. Take shot. We record these out of order. I have not seen this film yet, but I'm going to say the second one is Titan. Titan. Die. I fooled you, you fool. Oh, so no. no. Was it the second uh, one? Was it? It was the second one. Damn it. Um, I went back and forth on it uh, because it said cannibalism, but mm. honestly, it's just so the end. If you suffer from anxiety slash panic attacks, this film is definitely not for you. Was the one that I was like, okay, I have to it's include great, it. It's yeah. just too good. Yeah. Um, the first movie. This movie was so bad. Dot dot dot. Like IDKY because I think the plot is okay, but I hated watching this movie. Was any guess? Uh, no. Is it Titan? It is the Silence of the Lambs. Oh, interesting. What? See, so um, that was the thing is I said Cannibal Holocaust, and then I was trying to think of other films. For yeah. The second one that said Cannibalism. Sure. I was like, oh, I, you know game. what? Silence of the Lambs is probably or like, um, better. Green Dragon. What's the, not not the Red Dragon or like Red Dragon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I've not seen Red Dragon. What's the uh, third right. one? Last is it We Are the Millers? It is not We Are the Millers. Damn. Um, is it the Vacation <laughs> Remake? Uh, no. Spoilers. Damn. It is the movie that we are doing next week. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, honestly, what? Okay, I can see it. I can see it. I was gonna, I was gonna, like, I was about to yell and be like, what? But as I thought about it, actually, fair enough. Was was incredibly boring. Like, a little bit of sunshine took a while a different direction. Yes. I don't know how you watch that movie and describe it as boring, but that's next week. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen it yet, so I will find out next week. It's just little tiny babies who are just like, oh my God, a film doesn't, well, we'll get to it, but just yeah. like, oh, this film is clearly from the 70s and like, it's clearly like, and we'll talk about it next week. Let's talk about I'm it. Sure, yeah. Are we ready to go... Watch this movie. <laughs> I yes, don't think so, are. but okay. I'm going to do it I, anyway. I don't know if you are. All right. Uh, yeah. So we will catch you after the break.
yummy yummy in my tummy. I hate <laughs> no. <laughs> I <laughs> keep, keep, hey, keep this in. No, I'm declaring it right now. This is part of the podcast. When Caroline comes back, we're she'll on. be in it. But we're on. This is it. I texted both of you last night. Okay, one. Go listen to the episode about Titan. Two, watch Titan. Three, watch Raw. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. And if you've listened to the episode about Titan, you know. But I will just start up top by saying to our audience that I texted you and Caroline last night as I was watching this film. My plan for the night was I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a nice little shower. I'm going to watch Julia DeCarnell's Raw. And then I'm going to make some dinner. And you know what? Nope, not the fucking order. I should have put those things in because no film has ever not not only made me want to eat meat less, but just made me more disgusted with the concept of putting something in my mouth and swallowing it. Nope. Then I... uh, Person, this is a peek behind yeah. the curtain for you and the audience, oh, but uh, I was working on scheduling out some social media and I mm-hmm. took the text of mm-hmm. that text message and attached mm-hmm. it to <laughs> a trailer for Raw and <laughs> tweeted it and scheduled it for a tweet. Here's my hot take about Raw is that I think that PETA, a bad organization that you should not support, um, why are they wasting their money? doing viral marketing campaigns when they could just buy the public showing rights to raw and put it in every cinema in america (laughs) oh what a wonderful way to start the day um caroline welcome the podcast is already happening you've walked into it oh my goodness okay so here's the deal and this is only happening because i came back and went yummy 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 and i said that's the beginning of the episode (laughs) okay so we have to do some housekeeping up top yes some housekeeping so i will i'm going to explain and carson you can you can tell me if this uh conflicts with your artistic vision but i think i understand so we recorded intros as we do yep. every episode to Titan and to Raw. And because of the way the calendar works, because of the way these episodes are coming out, we're recording them back to back. Yes. And because they are by the same director and because we both we all watched both of them in very close proximity to one another. Our thoughts on them are very much blending together. Yes. And there's so much like connective tissue between the two of them in terms of like thematically. And like there's so much of like what. Uh, Corey, sorry, yes, it is sorry, objectively any, funny any, that I said vaguely food related thing. I'm gonna fucking laugh at. <laughs> um, uh, interesting that you think the term connective tissue is uh, is uh, related to food and, and not the human I, body. I think you're. Getting but is the human body just food? Are we not all just consuming one another? I'm a method podcaster. <laughs> so, long story short, we just did. We just finished Chatan. Yes. We said quick to, we all ran to the bathroom, refilled our coffees. Like literally, I don't yep. even think we were gone 90 seconds. No, no. And so, Corey, do we have a game to return to? We do not. Great. Great. So, <laughs> Untitled Letterbox. So oh, good. As far as all of you lovely listeners are concerned, we just watched Raw. Yeah. What actually just happened is we just had the fever dream of the <laughs> Titan episode that you yeah. all hopefully <laughs> have listened to by this point. And we're just wrapping that right back into uh, Raw. So, all right, here we go. I, can I Here start? we go. So this is Corey's yes. choice. So let's this throw is it Corey's choice. Corey, Corey you choice. start it. So I part of the reason I picked this, I picked this movie. I was going back and forth on a few things. Uh, I don't know another situation where I could force someone to talk about this movie with me. And I just needed to talk about this movie after I watched it. 
Um, the so so Caroline asked this morning, you know, why why I like this so much. So and I think so much of the way that I evaluate horror is how it ends and how it's like the monster comes back. Yeah, um, it's very much like we talk about it a lot, how it's related to comedy. It's very much like horror films kind of have to have a punchline. Yep. And, and if the punchline I, isn't good, it's not good. I I'm gonna go out on a limb. I said I had a hot take. I okay. think that the final moment of this movie where the dad's unbuttoning the shirt yeah. and he says, I'm sure I screenshotted it. I'm sure you'll find a solution, honey. Yeah, I think that is maybe my favorite. The monster is still here. Yeah, like reveal in any horror movie ever. Yeah. And it's well, because it's a reveal that I think I made reference to this as we were talking about Titan Titan a little bit, but like it's a reveal that absolutely changed my i was like oh this is like i i now kind of understand what this movie's about more like i yeah. okay i get it like this yeah. yeah um in a way that as i mentioned i do think that raw is a bit because again it's a very subtle very you know you know kind of like thematically ambiguous movie in a lot of ways but i do think it is more didactic and more not even clear but more like forward with what it's what it's about than titan is and i think that's I think, largely yes. because of the ending i think the ending puts a lot of things in perspective i think yeah. it's more didactic in a way but not in a way in my opinion at least that beats you over the head with it no because it is that no. final moment no, wraps it all up yeah. and you're like oh it's yeah, no, terrifying that's, that's interesting wait carson you said the final moment changed the way you viewed the film yeah, that's that's interesting because I felt like the final the final thing was like a perfect bow. Like I'm like, no, I'm like I mean, this is I, almost I'm like this is almost unneeded. Like I mm-hmm. almost like like I got everything already that happens in that final scene. But like the the explicitness of it and the way that it's executed is like a very nice little like button to the end of it. I, I should have made unnecessary. But I, I should have maybe been what I was. more exacting with my words. It did not change my view of the film in some radical way. I support. I I suppose it sort of reminded me what the film was about in such a way that it put things in clear perspective for me. Maybe that's a more well because I feel like this is really. I, I've I said this to Caroline. Uh, I sometimes have a lot of trouble analyzing, uh, like academically horror film sure. ex- horror films especially. And this thing's got so many fucking threads running mm-hmm. through it that I, I think really it's a little for a while, it's a little subjective. What are you going to take out of it? And then yeah. You at, then you realize mom's been munching on dad. And yeah, it's it, yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, and that is that is jerking out being like, this is the message of the film. Yeah. OK, yeah. so um, uh, I also so what do you think <laughs> I liked it. I was fucking disgusted. I don't <laughs> um, I don't think it's as good as Titan nearly. I do think I think watching the two together is a very fascinating exercise because I do see Titan as the next step of of both Duke now improving her skills as a filmmaker, but also I said it last time of her expanding these ideas that she's coming back to and expanding these visual, you know, this kind of visual language that she's inventing um, to the point that like, I just, I was looking at the fucking Wikipedia for this and I knew this, but I wasn't thinking about it. Fucking like she uses the same names, fucking the older sister's name is Alexia and the guy's name is Adrian. Like, like, and you said it, Corey, the um, Garrett's Miller is the, or Garrett's, how do you, 
pronounce that name. Garance Mallier, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But she's Garance Mallier. Mallier. Yeah. She uh, but she's the woman in the shower with um with Alexia in, in Titan. And I believe yeah. her and name is also Justine. Same, yeah, this yeah, the same like, is here. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, oh my so god, she's is... doing the Tarantino thing with yeah. her on. <laughs> it's one universe. Actually, Justine. She is the cannibal is the anymore. Movie they she... were watching at the theater in Inglorious Bastards. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, but like, so clearly this is. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's literally nothing to that. Maybe this is just Julia likes some names and she keeps using them. But like, I don't. I don't think that that's the case. I think there's some purposeful connection that she's drawing between these characters. Probably. Well, I was watching an interview with her, and she talked about how there was that connection, and the films are very much in conversation with each other. In yeah. That in the sense that they are both kind of at their core a love story, and yeah, I think that that's really fascinating. I, I think this one less than Titan. Um, obviously, I that's that's my opinion, but. I, you know, I, my fucking Marvel zombie brain mm-hmm. went, oh my God, is, are they the same thing? And I was like, no, yeah. I don't think that's what's happening. No. But I, yeah, I think that just with how sort of in conversation they are, I think it's really fascinating that there are the same names. Yeah. So there was a better point there when I started talking. No, I know no, you're no, right. That was great. That was great. Yeah. You're correct. Um, let's start at the beginning. Oh my god. Okay. A very good place to start. This chick Justine, right? She's a vegetarian. You get this because she goes to a there, she's on the way to college for to vet school, and she's eating some mashed potatoes. She very clearly tells the person, no, no meat. We are vegetarian. There is some meat in her potatoes. She almost eats it, but spits it out. The mother gets very, it's a thing that, again, by that that last shot of the movie actually really elucidated the mother's concern at the beginning of the movie. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and it's like, and it's, and it's, it's, I mean, fuck. I mean, we're starting with the first scene, but like. It's in conversation with the last, last scene. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really is that thing where like, so the beginning of the film, like the first 30 minutes of this film, I'm like, oh, this is about repression. This mm-hmm. is about like, and it is like, it, it is. is. But it's, yeah. Like, it's like, okay, this is a film about repression. This is a film about controlling parents and like you breaking out and learning to do your own thing. And it's the metaphor for that. It's that the parents, uh, you know, make her be a vegetarian. And because, and then like she tastes like just a bit of, you know, an alternative to that. And then she goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like, like chasing that high. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, I'm like, I know where this is going. And then you find out it's because she inherited that from Mm -hmm. her parents, not, and like her parents are doing the thing. The parents are repressing themselves because they are going to, they are just as crazy about it. I think I like, uh, like at the beginning, there's like, no, you're a veg, like we're vegetarians. And she's like, it's fine. I don't care. She's like, no, we're taking it back. Like we're vegetarians. And I was like, okay, I get where this is going. And then by the end, I'm like, I'm just like, and and it becomes that tragic thing of it's the controlling parent who is being controlled. So controlling because she knows if she's not the worst thing in the world is going to happen. Yeah. Uh But also the kid has to learn these things for herself. And it's like, boom we just talked about the entire movie because we talked about the first scene go on yeah yeah no but that's and that's what i'm saying is that kind of in that is that i do think raw is more about that message whereas Titan is about a lot of things and Ra is very you know again like i said it's it's also somewhat visually dense it's it touches on a lot of topics but it, it is so concerned with delivering that message to you um 
that yeah that last reveal i went oh this was moves now. yeah like, oh, oh yeah okay like like not just like i had noticed that before it's not that i didn't pick up on it but like oh that is it's the thing caroline's saying exactly is yeah, yeah. i want to call out really quickly yeah. uh, i don't think we need to talk about it but the cold open of this thing is the, the car, car crash, crash. Car crash. Yes. julia loves a car crash she julia loves starting loves- a movie the car crash that's <laughs> It's her whole thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's a really interesting way to start it. And I like that it's not established. Is it Justine? Is it mm-hmm. Alexia? But uh, like the when it's called back to later in the movie, I think I just think it's a really interesting way to start the thing. And I just wanted to call that out. Yeah, yeah, I do like it. It is good. Um, yeah, so she goes to uh, Juju. Justine goes to veterinary school. And what the fuck are schools in France? This is something I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you have to like you have to like frat rush for your major. You got a frat rush for your major. One, two. The, they're fucking. The teachers are in on it. The teachers are in. This was the thing. I was like, they go to well, and it's. I talked about it a little bit in Titan because Titan's obviously way more surreal. We just talked about it. It's, it's so much more surreal. So much more willing to be this. This movie certainly has notes of surrealism and notes of magical realism to it. But it, Titan goes way further. With that where to the the scene where they they get coated in blood and then they, <laughs> she's uh, taking coded. the test coated their coats, coats the coats they're wearing the coats the coats are important they get coated in blood and then they are taking a test and they're still coated in blood i was like wouldn't the teacher have a problem with that but i do i i think that all the stuff about, you know, the, the hazing culture and the fraternization is Julia being like, no, this, you know, the, 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 all this, the, the stuff about repression and the stuff about like sexuality and chaos and all the shit that she's nodding at. It's like, it's not that this is something that is outside of the system. It's not that this is a divergence from the system is that this is part of it. Like, and yeah. using, using college and like a college hazing culture is a, I think at first seems very odd, but I think is a very elegant way of presenting that. Yes. Because well, it is, yeah. Yeah, and and they do the whole thing too, where it's like they're at the party and they go in like the back and like the parties yeah. are all in the fucking academic building, yes. which is one. They party terrifying. in a fucking morgue. Yeah. 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 Which is one terrifying too, metal as hell. Oh, um, yeah. Can you imagine just fucking raging in Hollenbeck? <laughs> oh, that would be cool. <laughs> hell yeah. Sick. Yeah. Um, but so like, and then they find the photos of all the classes and they're like, see, your mom and dad did the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, this is a thing we're going to keep returning to is it's like, I love that like the film is setting up like you're only doing all of this because mm-hmm. like you're only doing this because your parents told you to do it. You're only yeah. doing this because your parents told you to do it. And then even her rebellion that she starts going the past she starts going down of her rebellion of like i'm doing something different like and this is scary and it's intoxicating and the whole thing is like no we told you to do a because we knew that if you didn't you were going to do b and we know that because we were so inclined to do b yeah like we did b so we and we didn't want you to do b so we told you to do a and because we told you to do a you ended up doing b and it's like it's yeah it's just that whole thing of like the the inescapability of everything is so claustrophobic and, and incredible and it's so liberating later and i'm jumping so far ahead yeah, yeah yeah it is so liberating later when you find out that the sister yeah is is doing it too yeah uh-huh. and you're like oh my god so she like she's not a fucking freak or if she is a fucking freak it's like 
there are other fucking freaks and we're all really fucking freaks and it's like and it's great but then it but then it becomes so much claustrophobic again with the yeah. dad is like no nah, yeah. like 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 we're fucking freaks too hon like the reason we sent you to vet school is so that you wouldn't be a fucking freak but like guess what we're all fucking freaks so yeah. like try to not be yeah do you your know? best you'll probably figure it out you probably won't go to you won't go to jail for killing and eating a man's leg probably maybe yeah yeah um so jumping so, back to like minute 15 yeah but no but it, it starts with the hazing and it it is because they're obviously one of the metaphors that is at work here is there is this like because the cannibalism that serves for a metaphor for a lot of things but like the fact that they're tying it to this sort of like um this sort of like almost innocent sort of um youthful degeneracy this movie yeah. is about like being in your early 20s and being away from mom and dad for the first time and like that so much of like and i don't know again this is my question with like is the semiotics in france kind of different because so much of the college experience in america is about you're away from mom and dad for the first time we have taken off the guardrails of your life and the thing that you are expected to do with that it, again it's the thing you were talking about caroline that there is this expectation to rebel which is a really odd paradox Right. You know, that like the thing that you the thing that you're supposed to do is to go to college and break all the rules. Like that's it's kind, yeah. it's kind of like the matrix the more I think about it. Yeah, it's like, you get know? it all yeah. out of your system while you're like young yeah. and you can and yeah. like yeah, go sell like, your wild oats and then like go get your business degree and like yeah. sit in a cubicle for four yes, years and exactly. Die. But like <laughs> if you're lucky. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, you're making some money. But like, and we're we all went to college together, so I think that this is a perfect, you know, kind of film for us to talk about in that way. That <laughs> One, you go to college and you get out and you realize that like, no, college is a weird liminal space, but this shit, this shit is just society. This is not like, it's yeah. not actually that separate. And like, two, that like, there is this like, there, you know, the fucking, the diet, the, the power of the Dionysian impulse to, to rebel and to, and to party and to, to disobey your parents is simultaneously intoxicating and fantastic and freeing and empowering and it is also degenerative and destruct and destructive and and harmful to you and everyone around you like yeah and yeah. that is i think the other thing that this movie is dealing with very you know very much because and if you, you know, just do what your parents tell you to do yeah. you're destroying yourself and yes. if you rebel and eat your classmates you're destroying yourself and, and also your classmates and also your classmates and also, also your, your literal yeah and i mean and the the metaphor of it being cannibalism one is a really good it makes you know it is a just it makes the movie pretty scary and interesting and gross and like yeah. and, and more watchable in that way but also it, it is a very purposeful metaphor of it is about i, I yelled it at the beginning of the episode it's about consumption it's about you know, it's it's about how sexuality is consumption. It's about how, you know, consuming things fills you up and makes you more powerful and can en enliven you, but it's also simultaneously taking away from something else. It's why the, you know, the vegetarianism works because it's like we eat meat and it fills me, but it kills another thing. Like it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's the thing, that's the metaphor. Okay, so they do the, <laughs> we just talked about the whole movie. They do the, they do the hazing, they the rabbit do kidneys. the classes, the rabbit kidneys, and then that's, and then it's, it's almost kind of a, again, it's more, it's more, it's a weird thing to say, but it's like much more, it's much easier to digest literally than Tatan in the way that it's like, she gets the taste and then it, it, it follows yeah. horror tropes more. Oh yeah. More literally, yeah. way more literally. This it is this, also body horror, but I would say it's more of a capital H horror. Yeah, this film, is a horror. Way more. Yeah. This is a horror movie. Tatan, it's the thing that you said, Caroline, Tatan is not really a horror movie. It's a love story. This is a horror movie that is yeah. operating in body horror. Yeah, she gets the taste. 
she has to and then it's it's yeah it's it's more and more and more and more and this is it's the thing we're talking about that like as she descends further into cannibalism um she's also becoming more liberated more like sexually liberated more just more uh, like more comfortable inside her own body i will say this is a good time i think to say this that um garants i'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her last name incredible casting uh-huh. for this one because she is good in it her performance is good also i think that they do a really good job of casting all the college kids as people who look like college kids like Absolutely. they're not doing the like these are 30 or except for adrian but i'll come back to that that like all these kids pretty much look like kids in their early 20s and like or like you know 18 19 years old and like despite that garrett's is so slight and mousish and like she still reads as very young and innocent and impressionable even next to all these like literal 18 year olds and I'd, bu- I'd even buy a reading where someone interpreted because the professor like shit talks her and it's like, well, I heard you, you know, I've heard all about you. I heard you were coming. You make mm-hmm. my other students feel bad. Maybe she skipped a couple of grades. Like, I don't I don't think that's explicitly in the text, but yeah. I think she also yeah. does look look younger. And I think yeah. that's a fascinating. She's like, a wonder kid. Well, and she's, and she's, a, she's a legacy. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. her parents are both very successful. She. Like comes in, uh, assumedly on scholarship, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, well, yeah, it's no, France. 100%. Everyone's on scholarship. Well, that's oh fuck. You're probably right. You know what I mean. That's yeah, I do. I, mean. I do. Um. Okay. So let's. So she gets the doctor. The doctor. The doctor. Fucking. Okay. This is another thing. What are schools in France too? Are you allowed to like? Uh, I'm always impressed. The- I am so impressed by how much the French are the French. <laughs> like how how boldly the French are the French that like yeah. if I said to you in this in this French film there's a doctor who talks to a young woman about her body and how she'd accept her own body and then she whips out a cigarette and starts smoking it in the middle of this like clinic <laughs> it would sound almost it would sound like I'm making a joke but no that is what happens in the film they are all smoking she the scene later outside the hospital where the dad's like do you smoke and she just says yeah and she says yeah, yeah. and she takes a drink of the cigarette well and that's the thing too that I was thinking about too is it's like is it's like uh oh like mm-hmm. there's a vice like yeah like inherited from your parents yeah like, there it is by your parents like uh-huh. and like don't get me wrong I would fucking love it if my dad was smoking a cigarette and was like you want one i'd be like hell yeah i do but uh yeah yeah <laughs> sorry just the concept of your dad being like you want to sick hey, imagine my dad smoke up sick. johnny that's uh, ridiculous uh, dumbest okay. thing i've ever seen <laughs> i'm into it uh so yeah so they do the yeah she starts having cravings for meat she fucking eats raw chicken it's gross and then that's like just a it is. gets so much grosser as it goes along um she Wait, vomits that- her Huh. I always thought that was salmon. The what she comes back and do they put? Sorry, that's no, it's like heart shaped. It's like oh, this. Well. The audience can't see this, but I'm doing a thing with my hands to make it demonstrate like the shape that it's of a chicken, chicken breast. breast. I eat a lot of chicken breast. Okay, I said it in the Tatan episode. I go to the gym a lot. I'm eating a lot of chicken breast. Um, Amazing. Uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, she she just starts fucking eating raw meat. It's gross. Um, they go, she and Adrian. Okay, can we talk about Adrian? Oh, hold on one second. Yeah. Oh, we gotta yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, Adrian. Yeah. We gotta talk about Adrian. Great yeah. character. Love that guy. Cool dude. Uh, he, the introduction, Caroline, Caroline, you have to talk about the introduction of this character because as we said we before, are not we, can't, allowed. we can't, we're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, I mean, 
it's great. I love it. It's great. He uses he uses the F slur, yes. and I was I will not say it on this podcast yes. to be respectful, but I did say to Corey and Carson before we started, I'm like, I'm allowed to say, it and you guys aren't. Ha, ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Um. That's his introduction. It is. It, it's because the whole thing is like, she's like, you're a boy. You can't be my roommate. And he's like, I'm gay. I guess they think that's basically the same thing. And it is these little notes of the stuff that she's going to dive so much more into into Tan of like societal expect like societal gender expectations. Um, Adrian, I do think, is the one character who looks older than most of the other people in the class. And I think that that's purposeful because yeah. he he becomes this avatar of like female desire. Like he, you know, so many sure. um, like, yeah, like, I mean, you get that great scene later where he's, pl- what are they playing? Like soccer or something or like basketball? I don't even remember. Uh, playing- soccer. Yeah, soccer. They're playing f- football and he's the one shirtless guy. So you just get to see like his like hot, sweaty abs and it keeps... It's a classic, a classic thing in movies where it's like hot, sweaty dude abs cut back to lady and she's just looking at him like, oh, man, I just want to take him apart. And like the 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 metaphor of this film is that it takes it the one step further of just like you see her face and she and you're like, does she want to fuck him or does she want to eat him? And the question is and the answer is both. Yeah, the answer is that's that's the metaphor. Yep. Uh huh. Like. Because then she literally does that. Because she does. And then the, I mean, the sex scene they have, one, is it's the the whole, like, I, it did make me laugh, but the her being like, why are we not, like, what's up? You took my virginity and now you're being all weird about it. He's like, I didn't, like, I being gay for 20 years so that I could have sex with a woman now, which made me, did make me giggle. It is kind of a funny thing to say, but it is like very like, yeah, like she can't deal with the fact that he does not want her in the way that she wants him. Yeah. And like, it it just, it sets up this very one-sided sexual relationship that is then mirrored by the parents. Like you see the, you know, the dad with the bite marks of like, he is being Uh consumed, but she is not. And it's a very interesting inversion because I think a lot of- But do we get the, do we get the sense that, do we get the sense that the mom isn't? I personally don't. I don't get the sense that the mom's getting munched on it. I personally get the sense that mom's munching dad. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very clear that mom is munching dad, but like I- I kind of figured that because they loop, I, I feel like because they loop mom and dad in with everything and mom and dad are both vegetarians and not just mom. Like I got the sense that it was just like, and because also the sister, I got the sense that he was just like, yeah, we're all just this fucked up. I got the sense that he was also in on it, but the only thing that I would push back on is there's a very clear shot. And I didn't realize this until the second mm-hmm. time I watched it. Uh, when he's dropping her off in college, you the first time you're like, oh, his lips kind of fucked up. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's got the hair lip. He's got the walking. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah. that. He's got that. She bit my lip off. Thing, yeah. Which she I does think to that, the kid. I think it's very purposeful that he is the only one that has visible scarring. Like we don't mm. see visible scarring on the mom. Yeah, this fair. Here's my thing. And this is also. I do think that the Ben Shapiro take on this movie is like untamed female sexuality is dangerous. Like, (laughs) yeah, which is not, I don't think what this thing is concerned about, but I do think, I do think that it's very particular that this is a matrilineal thing. I think if Alexia was Adrian and she was going to school trying to emulate her brother, or if, I, I did think yeah. watching this movie, I th- I thought for a while I was like, oh, because Alexia being very forthcoming about like 
you know, nothing else good on the menu, you know, her taking her down the road of cannibalism stuff. I, I part of me did think I was like, oh, is the thing that all the students are cannibals, like all the elite students are, there is something like part of the hazing is that this is a thing that you go through. But the fact that it's very clear, no, this is a thing between the two sisters. Yeah. And then that yeah. com- compacted by, and I, I wish I had it in front of me because the way the dad talks about it at the end is very like, I I feel as though it was him talking about like, I didn't know that there was something with her. We kissed and then it happened. Uh Like it it suggests to me that this is not something in him. It's something like the fucked up thing is that like, it's something that he has maybe, maybe the, the interesting thing is that it did not repulse him you know, as much as it did Adrian, because Adrian's gay, like, that's the thing. I think there's also a different version of the movie where it's very explicitly about her living with a straight man and him kind of being into it. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, oh. like, like, and it's, and it's not, that's not what it is. Um, at all. At all. And like, and it's this, it's the, the sex scene's really good because it's simultaneously about him giving in to just the idea of sexual satisfaction, but also not giving into the kind of base animalism that she is. And I think that there's a different version of the movie where it's a straight man and he is a little bit. He's kind of, that's part of it, you know? That there Absolutely. is something about, I, again, it's, I think that the, a lot of the time, the the way that that visual metaphor of consumption, like sex equaling consumption and degradation is usually played out is it is usually about a man preying upon a woman. It's usually about, you know, masculine sexuality overpowering a female. Yeah. And this is this is the opposite. It's about the other thing, which is that, you know, and you can take a lot out of it of like, it is about the opposite symbolism. It's about female sexuality being consumptive of a male's body, which is just a, is just a thing that we are less comfortable with as a society, I think. And that's why it is being taken in this very extreme horror movie metaphor. 100%. No, yeah. I'm, su- I'm so yeah. into that. I'm so yeah. into that take. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. Cause I mean, I'll just, as a straight man, that was the thing I was thinking was like, because look, Hey, look again, it's a thing. I think that girls are more simultaneously more comfortable with because they deal with it and caroline you you tell me man but like more comfortable with but also more you know ready to avoid is we live in the society in which women can be objectified and have their bodies turned into images for you know sexual consumption all the time everywhere yeah and like me as a man i know that that must be fucking very difficult and harrowing and you know, unsafe in a lot of ways, but also sometimes I'm like, man, I wish somebody would just objectify me sexually. Wouldn't that be great? You know, like no, I, I sometimes like- I just, you know, like, Hey, I'll, I, you know, let's get a little TMI, but like sexual biting is a thing and it's like a consumption thing. Oh, trust me. I'm yeah. aware that it is yeah. a thing. Oh um, yeah. As we got- <laughs> bonk? A bonk? <laughs> I got bonked. Um, finally getting bonked. Finally um, getting bonked on the no, but like I mean, it's true. I mean, like literally, like as we are recording this podcast, I am, yeah. um, you know, like very, um, very casually texting with my fems and dems mm. little uh, group chat. And, uh, you know, Corey, you're wearing a jersey for the football team that is around here. And uh, my one friend is like, I don't think I want to go to the bar that you want to go to because like it's a game day so like it's probably gonna be kind of crazy at that mm. bar so i want to yeah. be a little bit more chill and i was literally like girl as long as i get to be drunk and hot like <laughs> I will yeah i was like if i can just like as long as i can like as long as it's not going to be weird if i roll in looking super slutty mm-hmm. like i'll go yeah 
Love that. By that same token, literally yesterday I was walking down the street, uh, as you know, one does when they live in the city. Mm. And I walked past and like literally I was like, I was coming back from a work thing that was outside. So I was literally wearing like jeans and like a sweater with like a like a like an autumn vest on it. But it was like a cute little outfit, you know, it was like a practical outdoorsy outfit, but it was a cute little outfit. And I was I walked past this group of construction workers and I'm just like, I swear to fucking god i swear to fucking god i swear to fucking god i swear to fucking yeah. god yeah and it's just like yeah there is that you i mean you do get that duality of like of just like it's fun that like i can be on a dating app and get a lot of attention whenever mm-hmm. i need it and also it is horrendous that i'm just like what are your interests and like literally people will be like haha i want to fuck you yeah dick like, pic and it's just like well it's just like it's just like it would have been it was like you're cute and your bio is funny but you keep talking about your literal penis mm-hmm. and i don't want to hear about your literal penis so like yeah. yes there is there is a duality there. yeah hi yeah. is this therapy <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia, for therapizing us. Um, yeah, and it's the, I mean, it's very explicit. It's the scene I said I want to talk about where her use of music is really important in this, that like there's the French pop song that's being sung as, yeah. like, I will hurt you Just, so good. I will hurt I will you so, so good. good. I'm yeah. going to like, like I, you know, it's like I consume boys fucking, you know, she's like kissing the mirror, doing that whole thing. And like, I, I'm like, look, if the if that song was not important to the film, they would not have bothered to, translate it to english you know Uh um but yeah it's the her wearing the dress that alexia got her and like being confident in it and putting on the makeup and and kissing herself in the mirror and it's the yeah it's 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 just that symbol of duality of like she's in this situation in this college situation where everybody's telling her like be you're cool if you're sexual you're like be like your cool sexually adventurous older sister and like go out to parties and like kiss boys and like the only way that she can find any sort of comfort in that is to be the is to be the predator is to be the aggressor and like specifically to be the predator and the aggressor to a boy that has no sexual interest in her mm-hmm. is like yeah. like like yeah that's the, well, that's the metaphor she, right there does she bite the guy's lip off before or after she, uh she has sex with adrian question i think it's before because it i think before. he he goes into the room and says how big of an issue is this and then they yeah, have yeah, sex. yeah. So it's just trying to bite yes, him yes, the it is before. yes yes it is yeah. before because yeah and then you get the after they have sex she's she purposefully gets super drunk and like tries to dance up on the boys and it's just very awkward nobody wants it and like she kisses the boy and the girlfriend's like what the fuck and like go find someone else and so she kisses her and she's just kind of and it's like it, it is that very college thing of you see someone who is it's the it's the duality of the thing where like so much of society and especially when you compact society into college partying it's just telling young girls like be a slut be a slut be a slut you'll be cool if you're a slut but as soon as you actually act on that sexual adventurism we're going to uh, push you away and say you you're a you know gross slut. you're a fucking slut yeah like it's yeah. like that's the that's the thing and like yeah and uh and then you, get, but then you get into the whole like oh we're having slutty summer thing yeah like yeah, yeah. The whole just like what i was like literally saying earlier to my friend where i was like i just want to look like a slut tonight yeah it's like that's yeah. empowering and fun but it's also yeah. just like yeah and i mean like though i mean the whole thing is like self-determination like mm-hmm. obviously like the whole thing is like somebody i mean it's the whole thing you know i saw a tweet the other day it's just like it's just like women uh in iran who are protesting to not 
you know, wear like a hijab or anything mm. like that. Um, and women in I forget what country it is, but they're simultaneously I mean, France where might where be women, France. France it, always has issues with this. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's literally at, at the same exact time, there is somewhere else in the world where women are protesting to be allowed to wear it. Yeah. And and like the, you know, the thing I saw, which is obviously rather obvious, but it's mm. important to the conversation. It's just like they are protesting for the same thing, which is choice. Yeah. Like they yeah. are protesting. It is like they are on different sides of the same exact issue, but they're protesting the same thing. Yeah. They're protesting to... for the right to be able to determine that. And it's like the whole thing of like going to a college party and getting like, you know, getting like too drunk and people sexually objectifying you and calling you as blood. Mm-hmm. That's bad. You saying like, I want to look hot and slutty at the bar tonight with my girlfriends like, mm-hmm. because like, I want to feel, I want to feel attractive and I want to mm-hmm. have fun and I want to like be young and dumb and stupid in my 20s. Like that's self-determination. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and to return it to the metaphor of raw, it's the the protests and the will and the right for choices is this like it's it's trying to be seen as a human being with, you know, with self-determination rather than a piece of livestock which exists for the pleasure of others. And the whole you know? this, thing in the movie of how, yeah. like it it goes back and forth mm-hmm. between fucking like the rebellion's all part of the system and the Mm -hmm. system is what you're rebelling against it's just it's just it's 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 the matrix reloaded awesome yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um yeah and like and it's the movie is ask i again i do not think that julie ducanau is making a is making a statement about how dangerous female sexuality is but it's asking the question of within the bounds of this system is there a is there a method of female self-control that is not or of like female self-expression and female choice that is not degenerative or like the system can see in a way that is not degenerative i'm gonna jump does not dehumanize others yeah i i think that there's a really interesting like pulling that thread a little bit more i think it's really interesting that the first time we see her take that sexual agency and get all dressed up and go to a party is the same night that her sister then takes advantage of her and feeds her dead bodies yep, out of yep, a yep. fucking morgue. And we like, I think that's a really interesting dichotomy that the second she, she chooses to do that is the second that she is then taken advantage of and looked down. Upon. Makes her act like a dog, makes her act like yeah. a little, literal animal. And that's the, that's the continuum of the film. That's the, how much do we see the choice of being vegetarians? Like how much, how much human empathy can we give towards animals? And by that same token, how much dehumanizing an animal, like how much animalistic dehumanization is part of you know part of this rebellion and part of human sexuality and part, yeah it's yeah. like all it's that it's all tied up together yeah. and the dog uh the dad says about the dog oh no we have to put him down because he's yeah. got a taste of flesh once yeah. once you taste the flesh you can never go back yeah yeah which is and he knows he knows you can show it is he getting he getting fuck bit that's what he's doing with his wife uh, yeah, it, this movie's unsettling. It is deeply yeah. unsettling. Uh, uh, can I, I wanted to, Kirsten, you called out something really awesome with music. I want to, I want to call out yeah. one other moment uh, mm-hmm. when Justine's eating the finger, mm-hmm. uh, and it kind God. of has that like s- kind of subtle violin thing. Yeah. And then the second she takes the bite out of the finger, it comes yeah. in with like electric violin and guitar, and yeah. just like turns it turns into like a rock and roll moment and there's that whole fucking sustaining shot on her you're like how long do i have to watch this mm. and then you see the sister's legs start to twitch and you're like oh my god she's, she's gonna, gonna get found yeah uh it's a very good moment that and the other it's it's weird that 
this and Scott Pilgrim versus the world are the two movies in which there's a like young 20 something party going on that's set to the song. It's getting boring by the sea. <laughs> it's a very, I don't know. They're pretty much the same movie, right? Basically the same movie. How many people does Ramona Flowers eat in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. This movie is, I don't think it's as good as Titan because it's just not as, it's not a, as about, Titan's about so much and it's so yeah. fucking well, dense. I think, it's, I think it's really interesting that, um, and I don't know, maybe it's just like, maybe it's just different names for the same thing. Yeah. But like, I think it's really interesting that you guys both are focusing so much on like the female sexuality of the whole thing because yes. the entire yes. time I was focusing much more on like, because you know, like, yeah, like she's, she's a young woman and it's mm-hmm. her first time away at college like like sex is huge there and like mm-hmm. yes this is all about like consumption and all that stuff but like i was focusing so much more on the like repression of the inherited yeah like the inheritance from the parents and the family and the relationship with the sister and like i was viewing this so much yeah. more of a film about like not intergenerational trauma because it's not the thing like a bad thing happened to the parents like <laughs> i mean it's not david uh, Gordon Green's 2018 you yeah, know it's not <laughs> um, but like you know like it's it i was focusing so much more on the relationship between her and her sister and about how just like you inherit these things from your parents and like, yes, the repression of everything and mm-hmm. all of that more so than I was like, oh, this is a film about female sexuality. I was like, this is a film about repression mm-hmm. that has stuff about female sexuality baked into it. But I think, for, I think for me, the female sexuality is tied so closely to yeah. the repression because yeah, totally. I like I I'm not comparing myself to the main character. I did not go to college and start eating people. Yeah, but Mm, sounds I, fake. Bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I was as much before the both of you got there. Yeah. Um, no, but I went to college and my first semester was just a fuck up because yeah. I did live a fairly repressed childhood. And I was like, oh, my God, freedom and adulthood. Mm-hmm. And it takes yeah. a second to figure yeah. out how to be a fucking person in this world where it's like you can do whatever you want. Yeah, no, same. That was the the other, I, I don't know, I guess the female sexuality thing to me is just, it's the, probably because I am a straight man, I would say definitely because I'm a straight man. It's the thing that when I, it's a weird metaphor, but it's it's the thing that when I rub my hand over the piece of wood, that's the splinter that sticks out to me. It's just, it's not that it's the biggest one, it's just the one I feel, you know? No, totally, totally. Like, sure. like, like. No, I mean I have the exact same thought because I too uh, was a good little good little boy. I yeah, think in many ways I'm still a good little boy, but not as you know. I went to college and you kind of cut loose a little bit. Now with like, that, now with that Vincent Linden body, you're a you're no, a, you're Joe, a good big, boy. big thick boy, <laughs> boy. But like no, but like you know, in terms of like, and I do think that's the other thing that stuck out to me and is the hazing in the college aspect of it all is like, well, because we're so certified hazers. Much, that is, oh, that is boy, true. That is true. That is we true. are all, we are all for some reason. Um, but like, is that so much of young adulthood? And again, it might be different in France, but in America, a thing that we talk about because we all went to college together is like, you get out of college and you're like, wait, that was my dry run for being an adult. That was my dry run for being free and being able to do whatever I want. And the thing that I was, that not only I, partially I chose to do with it, but partially also the system pushed me into doing was to be a total like degenerate whack ass and to just, you know. I mean, we also went. And party I, and stuff like. We and had like a very specific college experience. This is very true. Yes. No, like, okay. I do have to tell the story because it's funny. And Carson, yeah. I don't think I've told you this. Mm-hmm. Um, a while ago I was, um, so this, I, 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 
brought this, I told this story to some coworkers the other day because we were talking about college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, the older I get, the more I find that I had a very unusual college experience <laughs> because I was like, I was like, I was at like a, like on a girl's trip a few a few months ago and we were like all in the hot tub and like having a good time. One of the girls was like, oh my God, like what's the drunkest you've ever been? And like- As you I'm do on like, girls' trips. Yeah, yeah, as, as one does. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And she's just like, it, it, it's not a trick question. Like what's like, you know, like what's, <laughs> what's the drunkest you've ever been? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and I wasn't saying this because she didn't go to college because she did, but I, yeah. I, I just said this. This wasn't like, oh, you didn't go to college. You don't know what college is. But I was like, I was like, I don't know. I went to college. So there's like a 40 way tie. Yeah. I was like, what do you I mean? I was like, my education minor. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, I, 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 we were, weren't you drunk for approximately 40% of the time you spent at college? Like, weren't you yeah. like blacking out like three times a week? What? And everyone looked at me like I had like four heads. And I was like, yeah. I was like is that not n- n- normal? I was like, I don't know, because like you hit a certain point and then you keep drinking and then like you don't remember. So yeah, like, you get, how you could just... I tell you the drunkest I've been when like 40 of those nights I just don't even remember? And it's everybody not, just yeah. looked at me like I was insane. It's not which, that there which is... Which time I hopped the fence into the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. It's not that there is like one particular time in which I realized is that there is, eventually you get to the point where you realize this is the line where everything below this is fun. And then the line past that is <laughs> everything past this is irresponsible and dangerous. And in looking back on it, you're like, I why? crossed that line. So yeah, many you're times. like, why did I do that? You're like, what a like, oh my God. Like by the grace of God, I am like nothing still terrible alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, and, and yeah. And that's kind of what the movie is, is you're just like, you fuck it. You're like, everyone says, go here, have a great time. You'll be fine. But also, ooh, like simultaneously rebel against mean Mr. Moralism telling you to like keep it, <laughs> keep it in your pants and like, don't get too crazy. And you're like, no, fuck you. But actually the thing that, you know, you get to the end of it and you're like, Oh, that was bad. That was degenerative. That hurt everyone and myself. And maybe yeah. I should not have done nope. it. And like, and yeah, and you're just, and then so much of, you know, getting out of college is just like, okay, how do I Y'all learn to have fun in a way that is, responsible and not horrible like yeah y'all ever describe a hyper viper to someone oh yeah <laughs> they look at you like a crazy person <laughs> that's that's caroline that's my version of that story i'm like yeah hyper vipers hyper like, viper, right and then you explain it and they're like why would you drink that and it's like well it's less than five dollars <laughs> it's like so cheap and it's and then you have to do the explanation of like look it's not actually that much alcohol Really, when you think about it, it's just that it's really. It's so, only like drinking so, eight beers. Yeah, and it's, and it's like <laughs> All so. At once. The problem is that there's so much like sugar and like vitamins in it that you're just. And it's like, get, and they're like, and they're like, well, does it taste good? It's like, no, it's no, terrible. absolutely not. It's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know if it tastes worse before you mix them yeah. or after, but like, because they both taste terrible. But it's like it's so cheap, and everybody's yeah. like, "Okay, like, dear, dear right. listener, a hyper viper is where you take a <sighs> king, forty ounce uh, king cobra, drink half of it, Alt liquor, and then fill it back up with a four loco." <laughs> <laughs> because you'll never get drunker for 375. No, absolutely not. <laughs> a thing that I I yeah, because there's definitely my reaction to Four Loco in college is like they took all the energy, they took the fucking like 
caffeine yeah, out it was of it. Grain alcohol by the end. Took two of the locos. Out. Well, it was grain alcohol and sugar and like guarine and just and vitamins, which is like still enough to just make you act and say and do crazy shit. Like. And it, it, in a way that is not responsible or good. Like I come out of it, I'm like, they should have took more stuff out of the four loco. That's <laughs> we shouldn't let people have that. That's not cool. Like, oh. yeah, it's and uh, yeah, so uh, raw and uh, yeah, it's yeah. The, and so, quick question. I yeah. think I think Carson, you mentioned earlier, and I just didn't catch it. Duger now has two films. What's everybody's mm. favorite so far? Titan. Um, I go back and forth because I've so for the longest uh, my gut reaction was always uh, Titan however the fuck you want to say it yeah Uh, Um, Raw I I struggle because Raw is a hell of a lot more rewatchable in the sense that like if I want to throw a horror flick on I disagree I disagree I disagree I never want to watch Raw again (laughs) I've watched it I've watched it now two and a half times in the last month yeah, uh, I'm a sociopath. Apparently, <laughs> no, uh, you're not. You like you're a play. horror fan, and I'm not. That's the. Th- this is we. Yeah, uh, Corey, but- do you know how many times I've watched The Matrix in the last yeah. year? <laughs> Um, do you know how well, much? Do you know how much I've watched the first half hour of The Green Knight in the last year? Touche. Too fall asleep to that shit. Yeah. Um. So all that to say, I if I had, uh, I, I'm going to pull a classic HHYNS card sure. and say. Um, favorite might be raw over titan. Mm-hmm. Better is titan over raw. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't. I don't particularly have an opinion on which one is better because I think that they're both very, very different in their aims, and they're both very, very well made films. But Titan is very much, very yeah. much my jam. More yeah. my speed. Like agreed. literally, like uh, talking about raw. I'm like, wow, what a great like piece of beautiful intellectual art that is now in my head that will now inform the way I like, you know, it will, it will change the way I watch cinema like 0.01%. And that is a great thing. And I love that. I have that Mm -hmm. 0.01% in my brain now. Uh, Whereas like talking about Titan, I was like, fuck, I want to go watch Titan again. Right. The fuck now. It's weird. Cause it's a really disturbing fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's a really tough watch. Yeah. But I just, I just, Oh God, I love that movie. Actually, while we took our two minute break, I decided I was doing this whilst um, we were recording the Titan episode. But while we took our two minute break, while I was in the bathroom, I uh, pulled up my phone and I threw Titan on my 25, my top 25 of all time list. Nice. There we go. And I think I put it at nine too. Nice. Whenever I do a ranking on Letterboxd, it's just kind of like I started at the bottom. Like, is it better than this? Is it better than this? Is it better than this? And it was just like going up and 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 up. And I think think it ended up at nine or 10. Oh, I should do that. I still haven't made my 25 list on Letterboxd. Maybe I'll do that tonight when I get home from work. The name of the name of my top 25 list is literally, I guess I should probably have one of these, huh? Nice. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I will just say I'm so sorry, Corey. Go on. I all I was going to say is I I made my 25 a while ago and have not really updated it since, so it's not on there. But on my list of horror, uh, Titan is number two. Raw. It goes Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Titan, Raw. That's one, two, and three. So this was just a good day for you, recording wise. Yeah, right. Truly, truly couldn't have been better. Hit them all. Big day for producer Corey. Because that having been said, I think that's probably Raw. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So I have one last thing. Yes. One super quick last thing. I my favorite like horror bit in this whole thing is when she's yoinking the hair out of her throat. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's really disturbing. Oh, it's, it's it's awful. I am not a like nauseous. I do not get nauseous watching movies, and I have got I like have gotten like very upset every single time I've watched that. It's really bad. This movie turned my. I was I have been more scared by movies, but this movie turned my stomach. Yeah, more than anything else. I I will just two things I want to point out. Also, I, I forgot to say because we never we never really mentioned it, but the you said Corey at the beginning, the car crash at the beginning. And the fact like that, that the thing we're talking about of of, like her mother getting mad at the person because they served her meat accidentally, that being totally elucidated by the dad taking the shirt down at the end is exactly the same as the car crash at the beginning being something that is a complete non sequitur that then as soon as Alexia says come to the side of the road and she's looking at cars like like a fucking wolf like she's looking at cars like a predator before she jumped out at the car i was like oh fuck i know exactly what this is i know because i saw that car crash in the beginning i know i i now understand this character way better um and then two i'll just say i prefer Titan because i think i've kind of said this over the course of the past two episodes but like i kind of see raw as a sort of deep meditation about like one idea and like the effects of this like kind of one thing Titan's a little more open-ended. Titan is yeah. way more it, open-ended, it and it's a about a lot questions. of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah. And, and in a way that I think, like, the fact that Titan can juggle so many balls and still be a complete <laughs> thought, like a whole movie, yeah. I yeah. think is to, to me is more gratifying as a watcher and also just m- more interesting as like a yeah. critic. Like, no, yeah. I would, yeah. I would agree. I, I think Titan is maybe Titan is a little more um, investigative and yes. has a theme and has some things to say. Yeah, but is a little bit more um, inquisitive. Whereas Ra is like, I have an idea that I. Like, I have a statement that I am going to put on film, which is not a bad thing to do. Do not get yeah. me wrong. Like, some of my favorite... I mean, yeah. the fucking... I, I just said, like, how many times have I watched The Matrix? Yeah. The Matrix yeah. is a fucking dissertation. Yes, yes. And yes, it's yeah. one of my favorite movies ever fucking yes, made. Yes, But, yeah. like, like, so that's not a bad thing to do, but, like, I get to the end of Titan, and I'm just like, fuck, and I'm thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Where I get to the end of uh, Raw, and I am just like, Oh, I get it. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I get it. Yeah, she takes the thing that I'm like, I want to be clear. This is a phenomenal film. Oh, yeah, it's great. Watch this, Corey. No, yeah, absolutely. Both of Duke Renown's films back to back Um, this week was incredibly a treat. And like really like watching them in tandem really unlocks a lot from both of them mm-hmm. and i am so yeah. fucking excited to see her third film it better open with a car crash and we can it call it a car if, crash trilogy. if it doesn't <laughs> open with a car crash i'm gonna be so annoyed. like if it does the three of us will be sitting in the theater and it just car cra- we will i think all three of us will stand up and start clapping like no yeah we'll literally be sitting in the theater and it will open with a scene of them like eating spaghetti and we'll be like no <laughs> no car crash car crash yeah. Uh, uh, and then you yeah. find out that the spaghetti is connective tissue. Uh, Call back. Call back to the beginning of the episode where Corey said connective tissue was food. Mm-hmm. I and I it. was thinking human tendons. Uh, uh, okay, that's raw. We're that's done. Raw. <laughs> that's, that's raw. That's raw. We're done. Corey. That's raw. Do, do, the, do the thing. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Leaving a review would also really help out the visibility of the show. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at HHYNSPod. Follow us on Letterboxd. Carson's is at Fun Movie Zone. Caroline's is at CK Cinema. And I am at Corey Reagan. A special thank you to our newest patrons. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash HHYNSPod.
Okay, good. Um, So a moment ago, I had mentioned, I was mm -hmm. like, Corey, because Corey said my top three horror films of all time are Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Raw, and Titan. And I said, oh, wow, Corey, you must have had a really lovely day today. Because next week, we we already have it. Take like your 19th shot. We record these out of order. Yeah. We already have recorded. <laughs> this is a big day. This is a big day for people who uh, actually play our drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> big day for them. I think uh, because... the fact that they probably slipped into drunk right when we got into the talk about like, oh man, drinking, it's bad. <laughs> like, it's <was> probably. <laughs> Here's how I drink 64 timing. ounces of grain alcohol yeah. in college. Um, uh-huh. uh, we already have in the can recorded next week's episode. And Carson, you already know this, but for the listener at home, Next week, we will be watching Tobe Hooper's 1974, <laughs> The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, small point of elucidation. You is said it this. Tobe in, or Toby? Is it Toby? It's Toby, right? Is it? I don't His know. His name's not fucking Tobe. You, oh. oh. You say this in the episode, and I was just like, oh, whatever, we'll keep going. But is I, it Toby? I, I, it's got to be Toby. There's I no way his name is Tobe. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I've heard it Stop pronounced. the presses. I, I re- this is not a Brendan Fraser thing. This is his name's got to be Toby. I'm also looking it up. Google does say it's Toby. So I'll take it. We're watching Toby Hooper's. But I have heard so many more people say Toby. Anyway, wow. we're watching Mr. Hooper's. Mr. Hooper. 1974. <laughs> Monsieur Hooper. Monsieur Hooper. Uh, Also a film about cannibalism. Also a film about cannibalism. That was a happy accident. All right. Repression stuff you inherit from your family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. We love you. (laughs) Bye-bye.